This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up, everyone? Guess where we are? We are live in Palm Springs. Oh, my God. I cannot believe we are here. It is so wild. One, shout out to Channel Q, Jeff Fetterman, Brian, for hooking us up with a beautiful ass house. I'm just saying, we're over here living the life. I feel like I just, I wish I would have bought my man. Well, there's still time. And also Rob at 1031 FM Channel Q in Palm Springs. Just so many people came together to make this happen. So we really appreciate you and all of you for continuing to listen and support Channel Q. We are here, of course, celebrating Palm Springs Pride mm-hmm. all weekend long. Uh, so again, tune into Channel Q throughout the weekend. We've got some great music and we're on site also. We have a stage and everything with uh, DJ Alex D. Yes. And you'll you'll see us like so if you hear our voices, since that's probably all you really know, unless you follow us at LGT show or at We Are Channel Q, you'll hear us, you'll see us. Please come say hi. We would love to chat with y'all and get to know all of the wonderful listeners at Palm Springs. Exactly. And coming up on today's show, we have the Palm Springs mayor joining us at 325 p.m. Pacific, 625 p.m. Eastern, uh, plus also in the T report. In a moment, Kanye West, or just Yee now, makes his own statement about Kim Kardashian, pretty much. That's <laughs> in a moment with Ryan. No, it's yay. It's not oh. Yee. It's yay. <laughs> hey, I was trying. Okay, <laughs> first, let's get into some what's trending this hour. With more than 80 LGBTQ plus candidates winning elections Tuesday when they are sworn in for the first time, there will be more than 1,000 out elected officials in the U.S. Among key victories, just a little catch up. In Virginia, three LGBTQ plus members of the House of Delegates, all Democrats have won re-election. Transgender uh, women, Danica Rome, uh, who represents the trans community, of course, who's the longest serving trans elected official in the U.S., uh, Mark Sickles, lesbian Don Adams. Adams' race has been actually undecided, but she was declared the winner Um later on Wednesday. So that came in a bit later. The Democrats are trying to hang on to their slate majority in the House, as we all know, where all seats were up for election on Tuesday. And in New York City, a record six out candidates were elected to the city council. So congrats to everyone on all this hard work and for really stepping up for this entire country because we Mm -hmm. need it. We really do. It's about time. And hopefully Democrats are ready to engage more quick, you know, more with voters and just get their lives together because 
we got to change our ways. Definitely. And moving on, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy criticized Demo- uh, Democrats for potentially voting on their $1.75 trillion reconciliation bill without a CBO score. By the way, uh, for context, in 2017, McCarthy and GOP leadership passed both their Obamacare repeal and tax cut law through the House without a CBO score. So talk about hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. They're going to create just like they did in the supply chain problem. You're going to have fewer child care opportunities out there. It was interesting when they asked uh, Congressman Cartwright about this yesterday on television. He said, oh, I didn't read that part of the bill. It goes to the fundamental question here. Why would they push something through without even having a score on their own rules? I don't think it'll be hard for Republicans to campaign against this bill at all. And finally, an experimental coronavirus pill reduced the risk of hospitalization and death by 89% in high-risk people infected with the virus, according to Pfizer, who announced that today. The effect of the drug, a five-day regimen designed to block the virus from making copies of itself, was found to be so strong midway through the study that an independent committee monitoring the clinical trial recommended it stopped early. Uh, and so this is great news, but the data has not yet been published or peer-reviewed. And that was what's trending this hour. What's happening in the T-Report, Ryan? Oh, my God. So much drama with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and Pete Davison. I mean, this is a love triangle to remember. It's time for the T-Report, those pop culture stories trending right now. So um, Kanye was just saying that he really wants to, you know, be with you know, his wife, Kim Kardashian, like he just publicly like is, you know, just said this in an interview and was like, I want to be with her. But guess what? He's once again now distancing himself. Um, He unfollowed her on Instagram for the second time in two months. Um, This is the latest social media move. It comes after Kim Kardashian has as having these back to back to back hangout sessions with Pete Buttigieg. Oh, wait, Pete Davidson. (laughs) Can you imagine Pete Buttigieg? That is hilarious. (laughs) Talk about a love triangle. I know, right? But no. So I guess Kanye is really upset about it. Um, Basically, he had only recently begun following Kim again after wiping his follower list clean in September ahead of like the release of his latest album, Donda. Um, But at this time, you know, because of the news that's been out there, and of course, she's been seen with Pete Davidson, it's like giving, oh, no, he is upset about it. And it's like so interesting because it's like, He's been able to date like he dated someone else when they were really going through, um, you know, when they were going through like that breakup period. Yeah, the model. Yeah, he was dating the model. And so it's just like, let her date someone. You can't be upset that she's kind of finding some sort of happiness. But yeah, honey, he literally says he wants to be with her still. But he just unfollowed her again because he's upset. So I don't know what's going on. We'll keep you updated. That is your tea report. Um, if I have more coming up next hour. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. After testing positive for COVID-19, the Green Bay Packers quarterback made his usual appearance on the Pat McAfee show, where he spoke about the woke mob cancel culture while explaining why he has not been vaccinated. Here's a clip. I realize I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. So before my final nail gets put in my cancel culture uh, casket, I think I'd like to set the record straight on so many of the uh, blatant lies that are out there about myself right now. Um, And I appreciate the opportunity to tell my side of the story on here. First of all, I didn't lie in the initial press conference. Uh, During that time, 
it was a very, uh, you know, witch hunt uh, that was going on across the league. He also said that he's uh, using Joe Rogan as <laughs> his, I guess, his doctor for his health regimen. That's now. so embarrassing. This guy should be embarrassed. He's risking everything for nothing. Uh, well, joining us right now to tell us more is sports reporter Cindy Bourne of The Washington Post. Thanks, Cindy, for joining us today. Oh, it's great to be with you. Uh, thanks for having you. Um, we, we might be having a tech show, making sure that we could hear you. But let's get into how his decision um, could impact the world of sports in the NFL and has it recently. Well, it certainly um, has affected him. Um, he's coming across as, as someone who isn't honest. Um, he, it, there's a problem that just cropped up. He said that he talked to the NFL because he couldn't take the vaccines, two of them, the uh, mRNA vaccines, because he was allergic to ingredients in them. Well, he said he talked to the NFL and their doctors about it. Guess what? The NFL says he didn't. So, you know, there's a whole other wrinkle in this. And this is, this is just ugly and it's unnecessary. It's totally him shooting himself in the foot repeatedly. Yeah. And I, so um, frustrating because it seems like the NFL tried to find a, a plan of like, okay, this is our COVID protocols. Are we seeing other players really follow Aaron Rodgers' lead? Um, yeah, there are several players. For instance, in Buffalo, Cole Beasley um, refuses to be vaccinated. And it, when he goes into the media room, he puts on a mask. Aaron Rodgers does not because he said he doesn't understand how a person – uh, can give COVID to someone who's vaccinated. Well, I think we all know exactly how that can happen. And, you know, it's just it's just willful misinformation that he's spewing today. It's really awful. Um, and other players, uh, you know, Cole Beasley and, and others, you know, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, they put on a mask when they do um, media interviews and there's, there hasn't been a problem. Yeah, I mean, talking about misinformation, Aaron Rodgers also talked about how he wants to be a father, and he mentioned the fertility issue of getting the yeah. vaccine, which, by the way, the CDC has said that there's no evidence that it impacts right. fertility. Uh, so I guess what's the future of his career with all of this? Well, you know, I mean, he's a great player. There's no question about that. That's not going to go away. Uh, he. But, you know, people were already on, for one thing, people are now mocking him openly, and no one pays more attention to every single word that is written about himself than Aaron Rodgers does. And so he will notice that. And, you know, people were, were messaging State Farm, for instance. Um, he's the omnipresent spokesperson for State Farm ads. And, you know, I don't think it will hurt him, but it certainly doesn't help. Now that he can't play, um, now that he can't play, is there like a, another quarterback? Like I, I was watching the news and they talked about this because I don't know nothing about sports. But there's a quarterback who is like now having to take his place, but he's not as like, like, I guess, as good as he is. Or he had, this is like he has a lot of pressure on his shoulders because of well, this moment <laughs> and him kind of having to be this quarterback at this point. Is that right? Well, Yes, quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers don't grow on trees. And uh, this, all, this is this whole series of bad blood incidents with the Packers over the last couple of years. They went out and drafted a player named Jordan Love, very good college player in the first round. 
And Roger's nose was out of joint because they didn't consult him. They just dropped, dropped that little bombshell on him. Now, Jordan Love hasn't played. He, he only played in one game this year, didn't play at all last year. And he only played uh, in the garbage time in the opener um, in their loss to the Saints. And all of a sudden now, you know, he's being thrust into this starting position. It's not really terribly fair for him. And, you know, there are plenty of people who hope that he goes out and kind of lights up the Chiefs on Sunday just to, you know, kind of prove a point to Aaron Rodgers. Well, with the administration saying that there's going to be, um, you know, a cost to companies for like yeah. for people that work for them not getting the vaccine, will this impact the NFL and you have 30 seconds? The NFL has had about 93, 95, I think probably by now, percent of its players and staff members vaccinated. It's an incredibly tiny minority who are not, and they're tested every single day. Okay, well, there you go. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. That was sports reporter Cindy Bourne at the Washington Post. Coming up, what is Let's Go Brandon? The story behind the latest meme after this. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. So the Republicans have a new slogan, a catchphrase, you could say. Let's go, Brandon. And you might be wondering, like, where did this all start? What is it about? Well, we've got you covered, unfortunately, (laughs) right here on the show. So uh, Republican Representative Lauren Boebert trolled AOC's Tax the Rich Met Gala dress. You, of course, Ryan, remember that. Um, yes. And of course, adding to Democrats, unfortunate Tuesday election results. She posted her own fashion statement, a red dress with the Let's Go Brandon slogan on it. That's basically uh, against tr- President Biden's policies. So she shared the photo on Twitter uh, in the red dress, posing next to former President Donald Trump with her back to the camera to show the whole white lettered statement running down the dress in the back. Right. And then she said, it's not a phrase. It's a movement. This is like their big thing. Sure, We're waiting. Um, so anyway, all right. So we just have some tech issues. Ryan's going to be joining in, in a moment to give his hot take. But um, let's go. Brandon basically has gained popularity, like massive popularity among Republicans in recent weeks as a snub to Biden. They're like really into this. And the phrase actually was first picked up after an NBC sports reporter said NASCAR fans chanting F Hi. Joe Bi- Biden. Oh, you're there. Here Hi. I am. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I was waiting for your hot take. You no, know? because my thing is I'm so frustrated by the fact that so many Republicans uh, want to be like oppressed and marginalized so bad that they feel like they have to come with up, up with a movement that really just always falls short and just continuously shows how unsmart they are and i'm actually okay with it if you want to do let's go brandon have at it because there's nothing smart about this there's nothing witty about this it just feels like you're one hopping off something aoc did because guess what she's original she's an innovator even though Mm -hmm. i have to i've talked about my feelings about that dress at the met gala um but for the most part girl this means nothing to me. Honestly, Brandon could be anybody. Let's let's just say there's a Democrat running for something and his name is Brandon. Guess yep. what? This is press for Brandon. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And you might, might be wondering who Brandon is. He's actually a NASCAR driver, Brandon Brown. And it's gotten so popular that the phrase is being printed on shirts, hats, and even gun parts, of course, oh, as you weird. can imagine. Yeah, the whole thing is really weird. And what 
what again worries me and concerns me is this riling up of, you know, of this whole movement and also the fact that it's all against the backdrop of Donald Trump again. Like this is real. This is happening, everyone. We've had a break for a year, it feels, and it seems like that's the most we're going to get of a break from Trump, which no, is somewhat I, sad. I agree. I think, to be honest, um, after seeing everything that's happened with the Democrats and the elections that's going on, it kind of feels like, and I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about if you are not someone who's in like who's always looking at politics or if you are diving into watching things that either are far left or far right, then there's really you're not hearing Trump's name often. It's not like Trump's on social media. It's not like Trump's on the news anymore. It's like, you know, we have to figure out as Democrats and, and how we move over to the future for the future of democracy. How do we create our own narratives? How do we kind of ignore this other stuff? Because, yes, it's it's very clickbaity. The headlines are good. Yeah, it's a distraction. Yeah, but how can we move forward? And I think we need to focus on getting these bills passed so what the Democrats promise actually happens so they can continue to win over voters. Because if we worry about anything else, there's no point. That's true. We could talk about this for a, you know a whole po- podcast or a segment as we are. But beyond that, like this is just a blip and we can't get too distracted about it. That's for sure. Uh, but we are moving on because we have what's trending this hour coming up and a tragedy at a Cancun resort that's popular with LGBTQ travelers. We've got more details on that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Yes, we are coming to you live from Palm Springs. It's P- Palm Springs Pride Weekend. So if you're yes, hearing, yes. The, you know, the audio is a bit different. It's because we are on location. We're not in the studio. Just like, st- no, I was going to say stuck in the studio. We're like out and about. No, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's live radio, honey. So y'all just got to you know, gotta bounce with us. You got to enjoy the show. Enjoy the quirks because you never know. Tech stuff happens all the, all the time in live radio. That is true. But we have the mayor of Palm Springs joining us to give us details on everything happening for Palm Springs Pride. 
at 325 p.m. Pacific, 625 p.m. Eastern. That's in 20 minutes. So stick around, hang out with us. We've also got some more music here on Channel Q, of course, tonight and all weekend long. Um, and also in the tea report, the epic casting for the new Wicked movie. Oh my God, I'm screaming. Yes, so that's with Ryan in a moment. First, let's get into some what's trending this hour. A gunman opened fire at a Cancun resort that's popular with LGBTQ travelers. Uh, Vakaya actually made an official statement saying they can confirm there was a gang-related shooting incident near the Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun on November 4th, and it was in no way a targeted attack on the LGBT plus community. Thankfully, there were only a few minor scrapes and bruises along the way, with the exception of one guest who was injured. The, uh, that individual is currently doing well at a local hospital, surrounded by friends and family, and is expected to return to the resort shortly. We have been given the all clear for Mexican officials to resume operations. We are now working hand in hand with our hotel partner to calm and nurture our guests, which is just so traumatic and horrible. When we when we saw this in our group chat this morning, I just, you know, my heart dropped. Um, I actually do have some close friends of my partner that actually, um, I believe have a, what's it called? A, a share timeshare timeshare at that resort. Mm. And so that's just like really frightening. Yeah. It's really that to sad. Happen. And so we're praying and, and sending all the love to the families. Yeah. Because thankfully no one was hurt, but just to be around that. I mean, that's trauma. Very traumatizing. That's yeah. trauma. Are you kidding me? Exactly. So uh, some good news coming out of the U.S. America's employers accelerated their hiring last month, adding a solid 531,000 jobs, the most since July, and a sign that the recovery from the pandemic recession is basically uh, slowing down. The better-than-expected jobs report was welcomed also on Wall Street, where investors uh, sent stocks further into record territory. So hopefully this also helps Biden a bit, because I feel like you know he could use some help right now. And that's some good news to hear. And actually, here is President Biden uh, talking about the jobs report. And also, he's attributing its success to his stimulus. Over five and a half million jobs. Unemployment down a record pace to 4.6 percent. Before we passed the rescue plan, forecasters said it would take them to the end of 2023, to the end of 2023, to get to 4.6 unemployment rate. Today, we've reached that rate two years before forecasters thought it was possible. In this hour, what's happening in entertainment news, Ryan? Oh, my God. It's time for another Ryan Recommends for the T-Report. Those pop culture stories trending right now. Honey, I am screaming about this casting choice for the new Wicked movie. Are you ready? Are you excited? Yes, bring it. Okay, pop icon Ariana Grande and Tony-winning Oscar-nominated singer-actress Cynthia Erivo revealed that they will be starring opposite of each other in the highly anticipated film ad- adaptation of the smash Broadway musical Wicked. Oh my God, it's one of my favorite musicals. It was also one of the first musicals I saw on actual Broadway. Um, and so I'm very, very excited about this. Basically, the performers broke the news on their Instagram page. Um, Erivo put this on her caption. She said, pink goes good with green uh and of course she sent flowers to ariana grande who posted a screenshot of herself and her wicked co-star receiving the good news uh, via zoom from the film's director john m chu who did in the heights and crazy wow he's killing it another huge movie i know so of course ariana will play the teen version of glinda the good witch opposite arivo's alphaba the future wicked witch of the west um i am so so excited about this 
it is just one of the best things. And honestly, uh, Kristen Chenoweth, who's also a friend of the show, um, she basically has been a huge mentor to Ariana Grande. And she played Glinda the Good Witch on Broadway in the original casting. And so it just feels like, you know, just this wonderful moment of uh, Ariana kind of stepping into the shoes for this. Um, this movie, if you're not familiar, it follows the friendships of the two young sorceresses before the events of The Wizard of Oz. So it's like a prequel to The Wizard of Oz. And so yeah. I am so excited. This movie is going to be absolutely amazing. And yeah, honey, I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to see it. That is your tea report. And I got more coming up next hour. Love it. Well, of course, we've got more music right here on Channel Q. And also the Palm Springs mayor joins us for all things Palm Springs Pride. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. It's Palm Springs Pride this weekend. And guess what? We've got the hookup. We are talking to Palm Springs mayor right now, Christy Holstage. We have the hookup? Is that what you just yeah, said? Yeah, the hookup. Please. Are you reading the Urban Dictionary every <laughs> single day at this point? I've memorized it. <laughs> Uh, Mayor Christy, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. What an exciting time to celebrate Pride in our city. Oh, my God. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know how old you are, but you sound so young to be the mayor of Palm Springs, which is awesome because I feel like just old gays run it, and it's amazing. Thank you. I'm 35, so I'm the first oh. uh, millennial mayor for the city, and I yes. was the city's first um, millennial cool. council member, too. And why Palm Springs? Did you grow up here? My husband's born and raised in Palm Springs, um, and we just thought it was a beautiful place to live and to, you know, be and live here, you know, and raise our kid here. It is most definitely a beautiful place. Well, we're actually excited to be here this weekend as well. We'll be partying Friday night with everyone. And so tell us more about the what's going to what we can expect in Palm Springs this year, because we did miss a pride, unfortunately, because of COVID. I know we were so sad to miss out Pride on last year, and so we're really excited to bring it back for our community. We have a whole week of celebration and events. So, and of course, our Palm Springs Pride Parade on Sunday morning. Um, so, just really looking forward to seeing everyone out there. Of course, we have a street fair and booths and just concert with Third Eye Blind. So, oh. there's so much for the community to enjoy this year. Well, yeah, and I know Palm Springs because everyone's there. It's a it, it has to be like a really successful financial moment for just the city of Palm Springs, right? Because that's something that like town like Palm Springs kind of miss out on when we're in a pandemic and people aren't coming or visiting in the ways that they would. So I can imagine this is a really big moment. Exactly. Palm Springs is so reliant on tourism. And so to have tourism and large events shut down was really hard for our city. And we didn't know what the future of large events would be like in these COVID times. And so to be able to, one, protect our community, we have like 85% of our community is vaccinated um, here in Palm Springs. So to know that we can do that safely, we can do it outside, we can still have fun and party and celebrate pride. um, That's a really exciting moment for us as we look to the future of events. Yeah, definitely. Now, what else is coming up? I mean, any stars getting a new star on the Walk of Fame? I know that we've been trying to vie for that. Yeah, you know, I want a key to the city. I've always, I I don't know where those keys go, but I would love to have a key to Palm Springs. (laughs) 
people ask me for keys all the time. We actually don't give out keys to the city, but yeah, we have our walk of stars. We just did our 440th walk of star, and we have some really big celebrities coming up that you might um, see in the future. Oh, love so it. we're not that big celebrities. Channel Q should get one. I just want. I, can I get a certificate if I'm not going to get a key? I mean, just print it off. Well, I want something. <laughs> I spent a lot of money at Bob Springs when I got down. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, have, um, Diane Warwick coming up as oh, a walk of stars. So yes. We'll be That's everything. She's, you know, she's one of my favorite people to follow online. She's incredible. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope to see you out there. Maybe we can have a little drink. And we really appreciate it. And congrats on opening up again. Thank you so much. We appreciate you highlighting Palm Springs Pride. It's such a key event in our city as we're known for LGBTQ rights and, you know, being the beacon of hope for the community. So we're really excited to be out and proud, especially this year as we come back from COVID. Yes, that was Palm Springs Mayor Christy Holstage. Thanks so much. Thank you. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Again, we are out of the studio live from Palm Springs. It is Palm Springs Pride this weekend. And of course, Channel Q airs live and broadcasts on 131 FM here on Palm Springs. So we got to celebrate with our family out here. And we're definitely doing that tonight. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we've got more show for you. And speaking of celebrations, there was a story that came up about why people might hate their birthday. Now, Ryan, I believe is that person like you okay. you hate your birthday hate it every time like I am so thankful every time I get to um have another year I, I feel like I grow every year I feel like I get to experience these things every mm-hmm. year um but the idea of stress and the idea of anxiety Hmm. that pops up so much around my birthday, whether it's planning things or whether it's just like, you know, feeling like, oh my God, am I where I want to be? Like all of these self-reflections about life always happen around your birthday or happen around like when it's about to be the new year. And I think people don't talk about that enough because, you know, a lot of people, they, um, they get to celebrate their birthdays. And I think last year, no one really got to celebrate their birthdays really like because of the pandemic. And, uh, for me this year is particularly, I had a whole ass meltdown around my birthday. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, you know, I think for me, my birthday brought up things of being like, have I made genuine, you know, friendships who I want to invite if I want to throw something, I want to, you know, create a space where I can bring people together and, and do people want to come and then a lot of the new friends that I have, we all have birthdays around the same time. And so I was like, Oh, I'm the new friend. So they may not want to come to my thing. And so I started having like a full on anxiety attack, where I canceled my event. And then (laughs) I reset the invite. to certain people. And it actually ended up being a wonderful time. And yeah. then it, it ended up being one of those things where the people that I had initially in, uh, invited because I didn't invite everyone because I was so embarrassed about the anxiety I was feeling. Um, they really wanted to come. They really wanted to show up for me. And, and that was a lesson in the sense of if you do want to, you know, have these vulnerable friendships and relationships you Mm -hmm. have to you have to be able to show your vulnerability and let them in on kind of the things that are going through your mind but birthdays for me have always been stressful what about you i've been stressful for you 
You know, it's so funny. My, my mom was very into organizing my birthday, so it took off a lot of the pressure. So I feel like birthdays though became like definitely something where I needed to do something. It was, I'm not the skip person. Like I'm not the person that doesn't tell anyone. Like I am the person that will be like, yeah, today's my birthday. I'll be on a call for a meeting or in the studio. Like oh, it's my birthday. Everyone, everyone know. you know, like I don't care like to, for people to know or to get that attention. I think it's fun. You know, we don't, it's a special day. You don't typically get that type of attention. So why not own it? You deserve it. Well, you know, birthday anxiety, I feel like starts when you're in school. So for me, I have a summer birthday, which means I never got to experience it in the classroom with friends. It was like, if you are on summer break, you have to be close. Like your parents have to either know each other very well, or like you, you have to be close with folks in your neighborhood and things like that. For me, that was always difficult because I had a summer birthday. We never got to celebrate it in the classroom because we were out of school by then. And so birthdays have always kind of been this like weird moment where my mom has always made it she when she planned a birthday, when we went out of town for a birthday, it was always special. But the thing is, what you mentioned was just really interesting because it was never really maybe with friends, though. So you never yes. had to, like, take the initiative to invite people. I that's that's really interesting. And it's no surprise that that's brought something up in your adult life. I think that it's interesting as I get older, I used to have these like big birthday bashes in Los Angeles. And you remember you were at one of them. Yes. And it was this turning point where I was like, why am I doing this? Like it became so stressful. It cost money. And I'm like, am I doing this for myself? Or am I doing it just more to like, you know, and it was nice to see a lot of people. It sometimes became the one time I saw some people every year was my birthday, you know, and people would meet each other and hear stories about different people connecting at my birthday. But at a certain point, I just craved more intimacy, right? And like more special moments. Yeah. And I almost love leaving town on my birthday because it kind of takes away the pressure of getting everyone together and choosing who's going to be there. Yeah, that's what I want to do. This, I think this next birthday, like this next birthday is my golden birthday, which means uh, like I turned, 29 on the 29th. And so every golden birthday, everyone has one. You either, if you experienced it when you were younger or one's coming up, like my golden birthday is happening and it's right before, because I'll be turning 29. And then of course the major birthday of 30. And to be honest, I just want to have nice vacations for these next couple. Yeah. My golden year. Yeah. Golden years. Golden years. Well, it's it's interesting because not to bring up my partner because our program director doesn't like to meet. I'm kidding. But, you know, he and not to tell his story for him, but he didn't have necessarily a great childhood. And so he actually hates celebrating his birthday. And this year for the first time, like because I'm really into it, I was encouraging him to do it. And his therapist had to tell him, like, be open to a new experience around your birthday. Right. Because it brought up so many things, including his parents not saying happy birthday to him. Yeah. And so just like think about what that means to you, I guess, whether you're excited about your birthday or not, or someone you know that you're close to and just like have compassion for yourself and possibly see if there's a way to create a new story around that versus continuing to tell yourself like maybe that you're not worthy of it or there's anxiety. Like what's possible in that? Because there is a lot possible to celebrate yourself and you deserve it. I agree. Uh, Well, coming up next, though, we're continuing our uh, deep dive conversations here. Let's go there. We've got more music, of course, but we're going to be talking about the future of gender fluid terms of endearment. That's next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. Yeah, we're here live in Palm Springs. It's Palm Springs Pride. Uh, So you might be hearing a little difference because we are not in the studio. We are on the road live in all the action. Well, we tried to get away from the parties, you know, it's still like you don't hear a lot of people around, but we are on the ground here. No, seriously. And honestly, I'm already having the best time. We're like in different rooms, but like we're on Zoom. And it's like, it's like just really giving like behind the scenes. Yes, it's right just here. like, it's crazy. I really enjoy it. Uh, well, we are talk, uh, talking about terms of endearment right now, but specifically as they relate to the gender uh, fluid world that we're in right now, because a lot of terms of endearment are very binary, right? And with that, I want to- What do you mean by that? Like, well, what is queen, that? Well, king. Okay, I mean, I guess baby who- isn't. Who are Baby's you? Are you, pretty general. Are you calling your your partner king and queen? Uh, I tell him to call me a goddess. Gross. Here's the thing. <laughs> I I um I say queen all the time. Queen for me is gender neutral, just like cis, she, her. Like in queer communities, there's a there's a lexicon of language for um you know like. Things that could pop up culturally, like that you that only cult like in, in inside of a culture, you know what certain things mean, certain definitions, and certain things kind of move past gender altogether. So if you're calling someone a she or her, it's kind of like, yeah, girl, what's up, shit, sis? Like, what's happening? And so like that okay. sometimes doesn't really ever really matter. Um, it's only when you're like tar- like actually talking to someone who is non-binary. Yeah, or- that's what I meant. But if you're talking to someone who's non-binary or a you even, trans I mean, man, that's like- what I'm saying. Even then. They, there's an understanding, even if even though you're non-binary or if you're a trans man, a masculine person, you know about kind of the the language that already exists in the queer spaces and queer culture. Yeah. So there's oftentimes you're you're either depending on what it is, like we respect your pronouns, we expect mm, yeah. your identity, but there's also just like, hey sis, what's going on? And it means nothing. It's just on a term of endearment. And so there's that there's that nuance that often kind of matters and exists regardless of just like if it's a romantic or a platonic relationship. That's interesting. I I think and thank you for that, because I I think that a lot of people could be confused or wondering how they respect um, anyone who is non-binary or gender fluid as it comes to that. And I do think intention matters. And I also think it depends who it's coming from. I do feel if it's was if it came from someone who was straight doing it, I might not have the same. No, but but that's already the thing where allies uh, who are like exist in straight space are well queer spaces have to understand that sometimes 
there's some things that are not meant for you. There's some yeah. spaces that are not meant for you. There's certain lingo that are not meant for you. And unfortunately, a lot of people watch RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. because it's so mainstream and think that they can kind of inherit or co-opt that language when you don't really even understand the ori- like the original places that it existed in and came from. Yeah. And so like, yes, anyone can say anything, but being respectful and, and kind of understanding your own identity and your own part in said community that may not be for you is very important. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, So needed. And I do think honey, baby, that's pretty gender neutral. I think people say that all around everyone. I just like babes. I don't like anything. Oh, babes, I like that. I don't like anything. (laughs) Yeah, see, I like, that's fine, but I don't really like, you know, like the too cute, cute stuff. Like, it'd be like like gross. I don't like that. Good to know. All right. Well, next up, the celeb that offered to officiate Cal Penn's wedding. I just love this. That and more next on What's Trending This Hour. Let's go there. We'll be right back. Channel Q. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. All right. We are back and we are live from Palm Springs. It is Palm Springs Pride this weekend. It sure is. And the show continues. And of course, more music right here on Channel Q. Coming up, some tips on how to celebrate Pride safely. Dr. James Simmons joins us for that in 15 minutes. Because, you know, we still are in a pandemic still, if you haven't forgotten. Just saying. Uh, Plus, what pop star says she wants to officiate Cal Penn's wedding. It's kind of epic. That's in the T-Report in a moment. Real quick, real quick, before we get into the headlines. Yeah. You know, we're hanging out with um, the morning show. You know, Michaela, AJ, it's the first time we're all having like a family hangout session. It's true. And Shira has volunteered to be the the DoorDash person. <laughs> and we just keep getting text messages and text messages of everybody's no, order. I said, all right, so because she's decided to to get everybody's order and be basically what? I don't know. I said I'm the Jewish mom. The- <laughs> I'm like, oh, my. it can't be me. Don't ask me for help. I'm mean, not going to do it. I'll give you a few more years to do that problem. <laughs> doing it ever. It's not your time, Ryan. I'm never doing it. Okay, let's get into some headlines happening today. Uh, Gay, lesbian, and bisexual teenagers are less likely to talk about their health care needs and have them met, according to a new study. Researchers at Boston Children's Hospital and several other institutions looked at data from public school students in Houston, L.A., and Birmingham, Alabama. They found that both groups of teens' parents were about as likely to say that their kids weren't delaying necessary health care. But the queer teens were over twice as likely to say likely to say that a serious health concern went untreated in the previous year, which is uh, really sad. And hopefully with this data, there will be some action around that. Now, as COP26 heads into its second week, Greta Thunberg is slamming the media for focusing on world leaders' climate promises versus action. The media is reporting on what people in power say that they are going to do rather than what they actually do. Time and time again, the media fails to hold the people in power responsible for their action and inaction. As they they continue to expand fossil fuel infrastructure, opening up new coal mines, coal power plants, granting new oil licenses, and still refusing to do even the bare minimum, like delivering delivering on the long-promised climate finance for loss and damage to the most vulnerable and least responsible countries. This is shameful. Yes, Greta Thunberg, tell them. You are so obsessed with her. I'm kind of obsessed with all those kids doing so much. Anyway. uh, Can you name them? Can you name the other kids? 
Mm. <laughs> Moving on. No, I know we actually did. There was one uh, young kid that had a British accent. I remember we covered, but she I can't remember her name. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ryan, for ruining. It was a good it was a good effort is positivity. <laughs> I was empowering the next generation. You just had to ruin it. Oh, you, you know what? You young folks, you know who you are. I don't need to say your name. <laughs> OK, that was what's trending this hour. What's happening in entertainment news, Ryan? Oh my God, Cardi B is giving me another reason to absolutely be obsessed with her. It's time for the Tea Report, those pop culture stories trending right now. So Cal Penn, of course, just came out as as gay a few days ago, and already he may have found his officiant, who's gonna officiate his wedding. Basically, he might have one of the most high profile weddings of the year, and it all happened because of Twitter. So Cardi B has basically seen the news about him and apparently Cal found himself on a flight to Los Angeles with Cardi B. Now, while he didn't bother her, seeing her there did give him a pretty wild dream during the flight, which he shared to Twitter on Wednesday. He In it, he said that Cardi actually officiated his wedding with Josh on that very flight. And he said, uh, and the three of us walked out of LAX holding hands. It's a sweet story. And of course, it would have been cute just like that. But it, it didn't end there. Literally earlier this week, Cardi got wind of his story and his dream and dropped a quick message to him with two various serious points. She said, first, why didn't you say hi? Second, I'm licensed to do that. So dot, 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 let me know. Oh. So Cardi B may officiate his wedding. So he said, you're the best, was going to say hi, but didn't want to be disrespectful. Your do not disturb light was on. But holy crap, let's do it. We're down if you're down. And she literally said, I'm down. I'll get my suit. So, oh my Amazing. God. Cardi B may be like the biggest ally of the community. And she may be the officiant of the most highest profile wedding ever oh my god i can't this is uh cardi b's everything i really really do like her i feel like her journey i agree her evolution has just been so beautiful to watch that's your tea report i have more coming up next hour well next up our favorite dr james simmons joins us to talk about how to celebrate pride safely and we're going to just ask him other questions that we need help with that's next let's go there with shira and ryan channel q well, as we get back into Pride celebrations, including right here in Palm Springs, it's almost like the launch of Pride. You know, Pride is next year, but it's starting now. <laughs> or is this the wrap of Pride? Well, I yeah, know. I think this may be the wrap of Pride because, you know, some <laughs> Prides go even later than this sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Well, Dr. James Simmons is back with us at Ask the NP. He always has the scoop to make us feel safe and healthy to talk about how to stay safe while you're in all the Pride activities. Thanks, Dr. James, for being back with us. Thank you for having me. Very excited about Pride this weekend. I know. I mean, is it weird to still talk about safety as it relates to COVID? It feels like things are kind of getting back to normal, but. Yeah, you know, I, I think we're, this is going to have to be a conversation that maybe is not as sort of present as it has been with most of us for the last 20 months, but it's something that we're all going to have to continue to think about probably forever, to be completely honest, though, I will start with the good news is that. Riverside County as a whole is very different, but Palm Springs and Palm Desert both have residents mm -hmm. more than 90% vaccinated. In fact, Palm Springs is closer to 96%, either partially or fully vaccinated. So I think the 
for, for you know folks in Palm Springs, everyone's doing well. There are also really fantastic protocols um, that are not necessarily being enforced evenly across bars and restaurants, but there is a requirement to have either proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test in the last 72 hours. Um, that's for indoor dining and indoor bars and restaurants. So you're in a community with very low spread, very high vaccination rates and requirements for vaccination or negative tests. So if there's sort of any place on the planet right now to have a big pride gathering that will primarily be outdoors, it's Palm Springs. Well, what do you say to people who are still a little nervous when it comes to being in large groups or getting used to these things? If they want to wear their mask, but of course it's Palm Springs, the desert, it's going to be very hot. What should people be kind of thinking of to take that extra step to feel safe? I I think people should continue to listen to that. So if everyone's timeline on how they are sort of coming, coming out, pride, get it? How they're sort of coming out of of COVID restrictions and, and how we live and getting back to kind of a little bit more of a normal is everyone's own personal timeline. And so if you feel like wearing a mask, wear a mask. And don't worry about what anybody else has to say about that, right? Nobody knows your personal health history. Nobody knows what your sort of level of risk is. You know, I think we have to think about risk on a level from like zero. There are some people out there who I still know who are still quarantining. They are barely having guests visit in the backyard. You have to wear a mask. You have to stay 25 feet away from each other. You have to show proof of vaccination and a test before you can even come to the backyard of their house. And then there are some people who are on like a 10 of risk who are like not have are not vaccinated, not wearing masks, never did in the first place. Most of us fall somewhere in between that, probably a little bit closer to the zero. So I think this is actually a really fantastic opportunity for folks, you know, listening in the Palm Springs area right now, or if you're listening abroad and you're coming to Palm Springs this weekend, you know, get vaccinated, wear your masks if you want to, keep everything outdoors. We know that that's safer and know that you're coming to a community with very, very low spread and very high vaccination rates. If there's ever a place to sort of try this out and see how comfortable you feel, it's going to be this weekend. That's very good to know. I just, in general, whether it's COVID or not, I feel strange in very tight spaces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. sweaty, tight, hot spaces. Well, no, I, I think that's. I think it's all about like sweaty, hot, tight spaces, right? Like yeah, that's, you know, so, depending on where it is. <laughs> on where, right? So, real quick, as we wrap up here, after this, people are going to probably want to go take a COVID test. When should they actually take a COVID test after this? Because it's not like you're going to get COVID immediately. It, it, it takes some time to get in your system. So how many days after Pride should they be like, okay, I should get a test right now? Yeah, I really recommend that people actually think about testing in a two or three test format. Um, and, and we kind of have for a long time. So one test is only so good, but if the timing of that test or the quality of that test is not accurately, it, it's not going to be as accurate of a testing. So I tell folks, you know, get tested before going into this weekend. If you're really concerned, if you're high risk population or something like that, get tested before going into this weekend, get tested immediately afterwards, and then get tested seven days out. That way you'll know for sure where you land. Amazing. Well, that was Dr. James Simmons. Thanks again. We appreciate it and have fun this weekend. I know you're going to be Thank out there too. You. I will. And happy Friday, everyone. Yes. Can't wait to hang, Dr. James. <laughs> Same. Let's go there with Shira and Ryan. Channel Q. We are wrapping up the shows we always do with our Yes Queen of the Day. Yes, Queen. 
And a big shout out to everyone here in Palm Springs. Of course, we're Palm Springs Pride and Channel Q because we are doing so much stuff. I mean, DJ Alex D has set up in different spots DJing. We've got Michaela and AJ doing their thing. You can check out all the activities, everything happening here and where we're at. We are channelq.com because we'll be out and about all weekend long here. Oh my God, we will. And honestly, I can't wait to see everyone. It's going to be so nice to see all of the the queer faces in Palm Springs this weekend. Yeah, because it's been a, a long time. Obviously, with COVID, we weren't able to come out here, but we had some fun times back yes, in the day. Yes, honey. The jock straps <laughs> are out. <laughs> um, so again, a shout, to, a shout out to our Palm Springs family and our Channel Q family listening wherever you are in the country and around the world. We appreciate you. And that's a little Yaz Queen today. Yes, Queen. Now let's get started and ready to party. Yeah, exactly. And that does it for our show this week. We are back Monday weekdays here live on Channel Q, 2 to 6 p.m. Pacific, 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern live. And Char Josel is joining us as the third mic all week long next week as we celebrate Trans Awareness Month. So, yes, hang out with us with Char because she is amazing. We love having her on. I Char, can't they wait to know have her Char. Here. They know Char. You know, our, our favorite uh, person ever, entertainment journalist, the Anna Navarro to our The View. We love her. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a party in the studio too. What a moment. I'm very excited. And if you miss any of our shows or interviews, we post everything as a podcast. So just catch up. Go to the Odyssey app or where podcasts are available and search Let's Go There. We are sending you love and light. And honey, if you see me out in the streets of Palm Springs, no, you didn't. And remember to slay. <laughs> yeah, stick around for what's popping with DJ Alex D right after this. Bye. Bye, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.